All right, Daniel, we are back. We have Tim Snyder on the line. He's the president of Matador Economics, and he's an oil and gas industry expert. Tim, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you very much. It's good to be with you. Absolutely. So we are taking a look right now at the impact that Hurricane Dorian can have uh, just on the oil and gas industry there over on the East Coast. Now, we know Hurricane Dorian was at one point a, uh, a Category 5 storm. Tim, just kind of give us a, a brief, uh, I, I suppose, overview of the situation. What impact can a hurricane like Hurricane Dorian have on fuel prices up and down the East Coast? Oh, it could be devastating. Uh, the The biggest issue we're looking at, and, and first and foremost, as you have to understand, we as you just said, we could have seen a Category 5 hit in mid-central uh, Florida coast, uh, and it could have had devastating effects not only on the land and the buildings and everything else that's there, but the pipelines and the fuel and trying to get gas down there. And and uh, even, that, and I say gas as in gasoline and diesel, uh, uh, natural gas that we have, and that's the biggest, the biggest issue that we were looking at, is we had to position, even though that storm did not come, a, did not come ashore, uh, and it did move. It kind of went right at the central coast and, and turned north. Mm-hmm. Uh, storms do that. But what we do, especially this time of year, and, and just so you guys know and your listeners uh, understand today as we sit here looking at this, not only do we have Dorian on the east coast with Fernand, who just uh, it's about to cross into the northern Mexico uh, area is going to affect the, uh, the Rio Grande Valley. It's a tropical storm with uh, – uh, winds probably in the 35 to 45 mile an hour range. We've got Gabrielle, another tropical storm out in the uh, Atlantic, and two other uh, tropical waves that are forming and developing. So this is a very active time. So what we have to do in the oil and gas industry is we position ourselves. We get ready so we can move assets and be able to place assets quickly and get them, first of all, out of harm's way. And second of all, we have to be able to put them back into play as soon as possible. So we do a whole lot of positioning. So when that happens, what does that do to oil production and how does that affect the price of oil on kind of on a global stage? Well, there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of global production, mm-hmm. uh, uh, oil production um, off the East Coast. So we're not really affected by that so much as we are per, uh, the tropical storm Fernand is down in the uh, they came across and formed in the Gulf of Mexico. We pull people off rigs. We stop production. We just shut everything down uh, until the until the storm passes, uh, and then we get back out. So what that'll do is drop our production. You know, last week, according to the Energy Information Agency, we produced on a national level a record 12.5 million barrels per day uh, in the continental United States. And so when you see us come off, uh, especially offshore, and then we start to shut things down, in the Southern Eagle Ford and some of those things, it, it'll have an effect on production. And when production comes off, sometimes prices go up. We add a layer of risk, and that's the reason you're seeing prices up a little bit today, probably 10 cents a gallon around the DFW area. Mm-hmm. So I think what is um, particularly devastating about Dorian that we've seen is that it kind of parked itself, right? And um, when you deal with a tornado, let's say um, – and most of these hurricanes or tropical storms, they stay on a steady path, they move, and those winds, though devastating, uh, move on. In this case, Dorian stayed totally put for hours over the Bahamas, and that caused a lot of infrastructure damage to that region. Now, looking back to oil rigs, uh, let's say a tropical storm passes over several oil rigs, right? And it 
it follows a similar path in that it decides to take a park for hours and hours and you've got these devastating winds plowing into oil rigs. What is the infrastructure like of these uh, of these rigs are they capable of withstanding that kind of storm um you know how have they dealt with damages in the past and any reparations that might have to come around yeah you got to understand these these rigs are built for for the winds the winds are not the problem the, the it's the massive waves uh about 11 years ago i took a cruise out of galveston and we actually went through the edge of a hurricane we had seas that were that were, you know, have, we had waves that were probably uh, 40 feet, I think, the last I saw before they shut the system down and stopped telling us how strong the winds were and how tall the seas were. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had 40 and 50 uh, foot waves that the, that the ship, the cruise mm-hmm. ship, was crashing through. And, and so it's not so much the winds that we were dealing with. A 50 mile an hour wind is not that big a deal, or a 70 mile an hour wind is not that big a deal. But a 50 foot wave is a big deal, and it takes a beating. That's why they shut the wells down they lower production to where uh to it, to where it just absolutely does not produce and they do not give uh, the ability for those uh rigs to you know maybe the pipe to break or any of those kinds of things they're built for that sort of stability they can handle that sort of thing now you know staying on top of it is is really not the issue the biggest danger we have is from a fast moving storm and remember Tropical storms and hurricanes, the reason they use this, and this is something that people need to understand, the reason that they used to use the uh, only the female names was the fact that it was supposed to be unpredictable like a female. That's not <laughs> being pejorative and not being sexist at all. That's just the, the origin of what we had. And these storms do not take a straight path. Uh, they do not do what's predicted. What they do is what's unpredictable. That's exactly what Dorian did. Now, how does that affect prices? Markets don't like things that are not predictable. Right. So when uh, when we get into a situation where we've got storms like this coming up right now with uh, one hurricane that's a cat two, two tropical storms and two uh, uh, tropical depressions, we add a layer of risk on the prices because we don't know where we're going to get hit. We just know we're probably going to get hit. That's absolutely right. Uh, Tim Snyder, the president of Matador Economics, joining us this morning to talk about the impact of Hurricane Dorian, as well as other storms and what that does to the oil and gas industry. Tim, thank you so much for joining us this morning. You bet. It's been my pleasure to talk to you guys again. All right. Thank you so much. That is Uh, Tim Snyder. I really appreciated his insight there. That was uh, really, really interesting, really enlightening, just as far as the impact that these storms have. I'm also curious now about all of the logistics that goes into moving product and that sort of thing like what he talked about there at the beginning that they mobilize pretty quickly when they see a storm like this on the horizon right they really do a lot to try to kind of i i suppose limit the damage that can come from a storm like this well and i'm sure this obviously is not the first time they've had to deal with a storm affecting uh, global oil prices so though he um you know commented on the fact that um price is affected because of the unpredictability and the risk that comes along with these storms, we always see that fluctuate again, you know, and it it does go back down eventually. It's not like it just stays high forever now because Hurricane Dorian now will forever change the price of oil. It's not really like that. So um, it's, I think, frustrating in the short term, obviously devastating to the people in those regions, to the production of uh, oil on Mm -hmm. not necessarily a global scale for this storm, 
but um, yeah, it's still a difficult thing to manage. This was a snippet from Business Casual with Daniel Litwin and Tyler Kern, your B2B morning radio show. Tune in Wednesdays and Fridays at 8 a.m. Central on the Simple Radio app or marketscale.com slash industries.